0: All right. Today I have Jake Herring with us. Jake is, uh, owner of, and you're gonna have to correct me, Jake, innate chiropractic.
1: It's, it's innate connection. Innate,
0: chiropractic. innate uh-huh. connection chiropractic. Um, so my, my first introduction to, to Jake was, um, through Instagram. Uh, I think, I think you had reached out to me. Um, uh, mm-hmm. we were, we were talking a similar language as far as, um, how we view the, the body and, and treatment philosophies. And, uh, so we, we actually had traded off treatments because I wanted to see what he did and he wanted to see what I did. And so, uh, one thing I was really impressed about with Jake was, um, he, you know, there's a lot of chiropractors out there, um, but he definitely had a different, uh, perspective on, uh, how he went about, um, uh, chiropractic and viewing the body and treating the body. So I wanted to get him on here, um, just in a continued effort to, to put before you, Uh, providers that uh, treat differently. Uh, So, you know, oftentimes people and and Jake, this was a big, big reason I I started doing this podcast was, uh, you know, often people are coming to us and they're they're saying, you know, not just us, I'm sure you get the same story, but um, they're saying, you know, they went through this, they went through this conventional treatment, this doctor told them this, this therapist told them that, this chiro maybe told them that, whatever the case may be. Um, and they're not aware that there's other options out there. And so part of what I'm trying to do is just really put put out there to other people that there are other options that maybe they're not aware of to help um, with what's going on with them. So I um, wanted to get you on here and talk about what you do. Uh, so if you don't mind, just tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, who you are, how you got to where you where you are now. And we'll take it from there.
1: Yeah. Um, so I am Jake Herring and, uh, I've been a chiropractor now for about five years. Um, when I graduated, I spent my, my first three years out in Lubbock, Texas. And, um, that was great. Worked under a guy who has one of the biggest family and pediatric practices in Texas. Um, so I learned a lot from him and I wanted to come back home. DFW is my, my home. And so I opened up October, 2020 and, um, it's been fun serving families and and kids and pregnant moms. And, and like you were saying about people just don't know about, uh, other options for their family. And that's honestly one of my biggest goals with what I'm doing is to bring options and, and better health to this community. You know, most people go the, uh, and, and I'm 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 not being disrespectful, but most people go the the medicine, the drugs, the surgery route because that's all that they know. Um, and so I really want to bring that side of healthcare to Keller, Texas, and the surrounding areas, and and just make it a healthier healthier community. So,
0: yeah, awesome. And it, so, what got you into chiropractic? I think you had told me a little bit of a story before, but what was it that got you into chiropractic?
1: Yeah. So when I was 12 years old, um, I had really, really bad low back sciatic pain, um, to the point where I was laid up in bed, I had to crawl to the bathroom. I mean, it it was no quality of life for a, for a 12 year old who was active and wanted to play sports and do all the things. And, uh, I had been to, you know, like one or two chiropractors once or twice. Um, (laughs) They probably weren't the best for what I was, what I was dealing with at the time. Um, But then when I was 12, I went to a family friend who was a a chiropractor and I started seeing him on a regular basis and my low back pain, sciatic issues went away. Um, But I also noticed that a lot of my other issues that I had started getting better. Um, I used to stutter. I had ticks. I had digestive issues. I, I just wasn't really thriving Um, and those started getting better and, you know, I, I didn't really understand it at the time, but, um, you know, after a few years, I started to understand that, oh, that was chiropractic that helped me. And, Mm. and so, um, it just blew my mind and I just, I, I want to help other people, um, how it helped me. So that's, that's how I got into it. I got into it for pain. Um, but I realized how much it can affect function. And I, I loved it, how it was a, a hand, just all you needed are, are your hands, right? Sa- same with mm-hmm. you. All you really needed are your hands, no drugs, no surgery, and you can get people better. It, it just blew my mind. So, mm.
0: yeah, Yeah, I think, uh, I think in that way, we have a similar story in that, um, you know, when people ask me what got me into physical therapy, um, and for me, it really wasn't even an injury. I didn't have any actual therapy until. I'd already decided to go to therapy school. And, and like you, like I didn't realize at the time, but it was really kind of crummy care at the time um, looking back on it. But, but I was exposed to some great mentors that really showed me the potential of what we can do, what we can affect. So, um, so you mentioned a couple of times, family chiropractic. So talk to us a little bit more about um, who your clients are. Who do you focus on uh, when you say family chiropractic?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So most people, um, don't know about the family or the, the kid side, or even the pregnancy side of chiropractic. Most people, when they hear the word chiropractic, they think back pain, neck pain, headaches and chiropractic helps with that stuff. It's amazing, but most people don't know about that other side. And so, um, there's two, really two sides of, of chiropractors out there. Um, there's what, what we call in, in our field, there's mechanistic chiropractors, and that is the neck pain, back pain, they have all the therapies, they build insurance, you know, it's, it's just in and out type care, you know, trying to get you out of pain. The other side is more vitalistic, which is what I am. And that's more um, helping the body function at its optimal potential. Um, and so that is why I see families, right? It, it's not just for the dad with low back pain, it could be a mom that's very stressed out. It could be a kid, um, that has behavior, um, you know, bad, bad behavior. It could be a baby that has colic chiropractic care can help all of those things. And, you know, most people don't know that. And I'm sure we'll get into that here in a little bit, like how, how it can help. But, um, so chiropractic care is for the whole family, you know, and when the whole family is feeling better, they're functioning better, it's going to be a happier family. And, uh, who, who doesn't want that? So family care. I, I love it. I love it. I love the the little ones to the parents and everybody in between. So
0: awesome. Yeah. So we'll, let's go ahead and we'll get into it. So just in general, I think, I think most people probably, if you say chiropractor, they, they think of what you initially said, right? Like neck pain, back pain, um, you know, the adjustments, but, um, there's a lot more to chiropractic. So can you talk to us a little bit about, you know just this wide scope of what chiropractic covers and then get into a little bit more uh specifically about um, what you do under the vitalistic uh, care model of a chiropractic
1: yes um so i i get super nerdy nerdy with this yeah. so I'll, I'll i'll try to make it um sometimes i use words that that i shouldn't but um chiropractic care, what I do is neurologically based chiropractic care. What that means is that I work with the nervous system, essentially. So most people think of chiropractor of the the, the spine, right? Mm-hmm. It goes deeper than that, where chiropractic can affect the nervous system. And, and I, I know, Dr. Jason, you do that as well. Um, we've had a lot of conversations about the vagus nerve and, and how that can affect the body and how you digest your food and you know, how you swallow and how you breathe. If you have asthma, all that. And so, um, what I do, so when somebody comes in, I don't necessarily, a lot of times they'll come in with, you know, it's a kid with an ear infection. They know chiropractic can help, or they come in with colic or ADHD or even headaches and back pain. I, I still take those people. It's just not my you know main focus. Mm-hmm. My focus is getting the body functioning, how God designed it to. Um, and, the way that it gets thrown off, there's three different stressors. So there's physical stressors, there's chemical stressors, and then there's emotional stressors. If you have one or more of those and, and say it's just emotional or just physical or, or a mix of, of many, it throws the nervous system out of whack and it puts you on the gas pedal, it puts you in that fight or flight state. When you're in that state, you can't heal. The body can't heal. Um, so basically I focus on removing that nerve interference from, from the body and the body does the healing. I, I mean, it, it's really that simple what I do. Um, so to kind of keep going on your, on your, like mm-hmm. the, the scope of it or the, the spectrum of it, I'm more on focusing on the nervous system, that vitalistic focused on the health, vitality, all of that full function. Whereas the more mechanistic chiropractors, which most people know are just my hip hurts. I'm going to adjust your hip you know, see you when you hurt again. So it's just a different approach. I love the wellness approach. Um, so did, did that, did that answer, answer that? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was good. And you, you even brought up the, um, the neurological, uh, chiropractic. Um, so that was one of the things that when I came to see you that, you know, that was different. That's what I wanted to, uh, experience was what was, what was different about a neurologic, uh, neurological chiropractic approach. So, um, Tell us a little bit more about how you look at things, uh, what you're, you know, what you're testing, what the perspective is from a neurological standpoint when you're, when you're working with somebody.
1: Yes. Um, so I have three scans that I do in my office. They are, it's really cool technology, um, that can be done on a newborn baby, pregnant mom, elderly. Um, so they're non-invasive, no radiation, no EMF, anything like that. Um, but basically what they are is they work with the nervous system. And so one of them is a thermal scan. Uh, the thermal scan shows where those nerve interferences that I was talking about earlier, where those are in the spine. Um, the next one is a surface EMG. Basically what that one shows is how much neuromuscular tone the body is holding. Uh, when I say neuromuscular tone basically means how tense and tight different areas mm-hmm. of the, of the body are. Um, and then the last scan that I do is a heart rate variability scan. Um, and for those that don't know what that is, it's how well you adapt to stress? And so chiropractic care can affect all three of those different areas. Um, you know, it helps with stress, helps you sleep. It helps tone down the body, or I, I guess if you have a shutdown core, it can help activate that core, um, for the EMG side. And then the nerve interference side, chiropractic care removes that so that your body functions, um, at, at its optimal potential. And so I start off with those scans in the office so that people can see where they start. And then I do them periodically throughout care so that you can actually see the, the changes in the body. And, um, you, you know, sometimes you're not feeling better yet, but the scans will be better and then vice versa. Sometimes you feel better, but the scans aren't quite clear yet. So it's really, really good objective, you um, objective data for me, for, for me, even to be able to see, all right, I need to look here. Um, I, I need to try a different technique. So it's really awesome technology, um, that, that I use here and, and people love it. So,
0: yeah, that was, that was one of the things that I really, uh, really liked. Cause you even had a good visual, right? That like you, you sit down and you go over, mm-hmm. um, all that with them. And, you know, there's, there've been many times with, with patients where, you know, with, with my hands or with the different tests that, that I do that, like, you know, you're moving better. This is feeling different, but from the pa- patient's perspective, you know, they're still having either the pain that they came in with, or it's, you know, some patients, it's, you know, if the pain's there, it's all or nothing, it's either there, or it's not. And so the, the intensity of it doesn't register as much with them. And so they're, they're not as, as self-aware of that. And so, you know, having those good, uh, ways to just, periodically check in and say, look, this is objective data that's showing there is changes happening. Um, you know, one, from a um just a self-aware standpoint, it can help to teach them that, okay, there's there's things starting to change in my body. Maybe, maybe I need to pay more attention to it, or maybe I'm just not aware of those. Um, but two, from an emotional and motivation standpoint, right? To see that that change if somebody's not feeling it, but they're seeing it on this objective, uh, test making they can really say, okay, this is, this is helping. This is something that's, that's working. And I'm, I'm starting to, to see the results here and I'll, I'll, eventually start to feel the results. Has that been your experience as well?
1: Yes. And, and on the, on the flip side of that too, I will have some people where I, you know, I, I give recommendations like this is how long and how many visits and how often it'll, it'll take to get you to your health goals. And a lot of people are just like, oh, whatever, you know? And so, <laughs> um, I, you know, say they, they miss a few times a week or whatever it is, and we do the rescan and there's not a whole lot of changes. It's great for them to be like, Oh, okay. Like, you know, I actually need to follow the recommendations and, and come in more to, to be able to make a difference. Um, even though, you know, because, but like you were saying, um, you know, their, their neck might feel better, but maybe they still have this other issue. Um, so, the scans are awesome just to be able to to track and then show people like hey you know we need to see less we need to see more um so yeah they're they're awesome awesome so
0: i'm curious um do you have any any areas or any diagnoses that you are that you really enjoy working with like when they walk into your clinic you're like that's that's what i wanted to work with like i'm excited about that
1: yes yes um You know, kids are my passion, kids and babies. I I just love taking care of them for a few different reasons. Um, Number one, I'd I'd probably say how fast they respond to care. Um, And the second thing, and I'm not trying to be harsh, but, you know, usually they're pretty happy when they come in. You know, a lot of adults are kind of just grumpy and, you know, don't want to be there. So kids are just fun and they get results really, really quickly. Um, But I love like when a kid comes in and they have an ear infection or if they have um, colic, reflux, um, bedwetting, constipation. Those are my favorites. Those are my favorites Um, because they usually get results pretty quickly and it's noticeable, you know, and a a lot of people don't understand chiropractic. They don't believe in it. But, you know, I've, I've seen it work so many times. It doesn't bother me when people say that. But kids they can't fake it. You know, if you have a baby that has colic 24 seven and after their first or second adjustment, they don't have colic anymore. Or you've had a kid seven years old who was wet the bed um, for the past three years. And after their first couple adjustments, they they're dry for the first night. Um, it, you can't fake that, you know, a, a kid yes. can't just switch and be, you know, and so um, those are some of my favorite cases uh, yeah. Just, just the, the more function ones, the ear infections, the bedwetting constipation ones that just can really wreck a, a kid's life. You know, yeah. they are rounds and rounds of antibiotics and they're debating surgery for tubes and they can't figure it out. They're on Miralax for constipation. Those are the cases that I absolutely love.
0: Yeah, Now I, I can, and absolutely can understand that. Right. Cause like you said, like you take that, that factor of feeling like you have to sell what you're doing to them because they're not, they're not faking it. They can't say, well, yeah, maybe it's a little bit, but like they're either better or they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious, what would you, cause, cause this, um, this thoughts out there, right? So people that maybe aren't familiar with, um, chiropractic for kids and they think you're doing the same thing that you do to an adult on the kid, how would you address that? Or how would you uh, speak to that?
1: Yeah, that, that, that's a great question. Um, and that's something that most people don't know, and um, you know that's something that I'm working on is educating the community through just getting out in the community and social media, all that, all that, because people do think that you snap babies' necks, you know, and you you crunch their body, and that's not what it is at all. Um, for a baby, it's incredibly gentle. I always say a lot of times, like when we're adjusting the neck, it's just one finger, it's a little bit of pressure about the amount that you're checking the ripeness of a tomato. So it's extremely gentle. Um, a lot of times kids and babies will just sleep through their adjustment. Um, so, you know, if I have a parent come in and, and they're a little skeptical, I'll just walk them through that. And a lot of times they just, they, they don't know. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it, it's just really my goal to get the word out because so many kids and, and babies and families can benefit from this, but they're just scared. Um, and then on the other side of that too, even with adults, there's a lot of adults that don't like the, the, the popping or the cracking Mm -hmm. and there's other ways to adjust. Um, I have different instruments and, and, you know, different ways to, to get the job done and get the end goal without, um, making you uncomfortable. So for anybody and everybody there, there's a way to adjust you and get your nervous system functioning optimally. Mm -hmm.
0: Nice. Yeah. So I'm curious, I want to go into, um, some of the, some of the examples you talked about, like the, the bedwetting the ear infection. Mm -hmm. So from, from your perspective, as far as how you're treating them, and when you see those results, what do you think is changing? So for, say for the, for the parent who has a kid that is wetting the bed and they're thinking that that's a bladder issue. How is, how is what you do going to affect the bladder? So what are you seeing like What changes do you think are happening with that?
1: Yeah. So um, I wish I had a chart to show um, for people watching, but um, so you have your brain up here and then the spinal cord comes down off the brain and then there's nerves that branch off the spinal cord and those go to every cell tissue, organ, gland in the body. And so um, earlier how I was talking about the nerve interference, if there's nerve interference. So for example, constipation, bedwetting that's typically an issue down in the low back sacrum area. If those nerves aren't functioning correctly, that go out to the bladder, go out to the colon, um, the digestive system, then you know you may have bedwetting, constipation, digestive issues. So um, what I do when I adjust someone is remove that nerve interference from those areas to where the brain can communicate out to the bladder saying, Hey, hold this or, you know, constipation. Hey, we need to get this out. Um, so that's really how, how it works. And and that's how I explain it to people. It's just getting that brain body and that body brain connection back, um, allowing the brain to be able to talk to the different organs and glands and, and enable it to function properly.
0: Yeah. And, and, and same thing for the ear infections and the the other issues you mentioned, right? Just different, different nerves involved.
1: Different nerves. Um, so ear infections, a lot of times are up in the neck. It's the first two bones in in the neck that can have some nerve interference there. Um, the first bone in the neck and and Dr. Jason, we've talked a lot about the the vagus nerve in the past. Mm -hmm. I know that's something you work on, um, quite a bit as well. The vagus nerve associates with C1, C2, and it goes to all the important organs. And so Um, there's a lot of chiropractors out there that just adjust the upper neck and that can affect bedwetting and it, so it's all connected. Um, but typically, you know, when somebody comes in with constipation, I'll look at low back. When somebody comes in with ear infections, I'll look at upper neck and the scans that we were talking about earlier. Um, those help out a lot too, because that show, they, they show me where to look in the system, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. Um, so a lot of times with constipation that will have some, um, some, some bars, some nerve interference in the low back ear infections, colic, things like that. Sleep issues will have something in the, in the upper neck. So, um, every adjustment, I also, I, I check the full spine, right? So, um, maybe that was confusing what I was just saying. When somebody comes in with an ear infection, I'm checking everything. I'm not just checking the, the upper neck, Um, I want to make sure everything, the body is, is free of nerve interference. Um, but it, it's all every condition that people come in. It's just getting rid of that, that nerve interference.
0: Yeah, no, that, that makes perfect sense. I was, I was just telling a, um, a lady earlier today, you know, I'm seeing her for, for something more lower, um, some abdominal stuff But you know, we were talking and she had some neck stuff come up and kind of the same conversation, you know, that she and I had was, you know, like the way that, the way that I look at this and I know this, this is, is you as well, like the, the way that we look at things is, yeah, you came here because of this abdominal issue or this low back issue or this bedwetting issue. But the reality of it is, is that our body is made up of interconnected systems and, and one region affects another one system of the body affects another. And so, you know, in order to, to fully help somebody to be at their best, you really need to be addressing, not just locally where the issue is, but look globally and, and address, you know, you know, not just the, the low back, but the neck or not just the, uh, musculoskeletal system, but the nervous system or the, you know, visceral system or, or you know, whatever system of the body that um, is involved, but, you know, understanding that everything really is connected. So I, I really appreciate hearing that because I've, I've definitely come across, um, uh, and not just in the chiropractic world, it's is in the PT world as well, where, you know, it's, it's. We live in a world, especially in the conventional medical world, where everything is very specialized and you're, you're a spine specialist, or you're a foot and ankle specialist, or you're a shoulder specialist. And, and the reality of it is, is in order to be really good at treating something, you have to understand how that something fits into the whole. Right. And so it gets, in some ways it almost gets frustrating to answer that question when people say, well, what do you specialize in? Um, and so my answer has really become things like, well, my specialty is really the, the way that I treat and look at the body. And I, I don't tell them like I specialize in a certain region, pick your region or whatnot, and, and, and I appreciate hearing that from you too, is that you're looking at the whole, the whole system, the whole body, not just you came in with back pain, you have a disc issue. Let's look at the lumbar spine. Did you yeah. say that? Was that?
1: Yes, you, you nailed that. Um, and I also, what I do is I, I'm looking for those. So in, in the chiropractic world, we call it subluxation. That, mm-hmm. That's basically saying nerve interference in, in the spine. So I look for those subluxations in the spine and remove those. And, you know, I'll have somebody come in and all they put on their sheet is low back pain, right? Mm-hmm. And I may not even adjust the low back that day you know, and, and they're like, "Why? Well, you know, my back hurts. Why didn't you adjust that? Um, but I adjusted some other things and, you know, they'll come back the next time and be like, my low back's never felt that good. You know, like, mm-hmm. how does that work? You never touched yeah. my, my low back. Um, so like you were saying, I, I, that was a perfect answer. Um, uh, what, what you said, but yeah, I mean, you don't have to work on the area that hurts. Look at the whole system, the whole body. Um, and then that's when you see the, the cool things happen. So most people just, They don't understand that like, this is here, look here. Like it's a, it's a global approach. And that's something that I, I love that you do as well as you look at the whole system. Um, so, you know, that's going back to the beginning. That's why I reached out. I was like, man, Dr. Jason's different. I love what he does. So, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely my uphill battle in the PT world, right. Is, is when, just like in, in your world, when somebody says, ask you what you do. And you say, I'm a chiropractor that brings to mind certain things. When I say I'm, I'm in physical therapy, that brings to mind certain things. And my uphill battle is getting beyond those certain things, right? Like, no, I do more than just stretching and strengthening. And and I'm sure for you, it's more like, no, I I do more than just snap, crackle, pop, or, you know, what put Uh in whatever term you want, right. Uh, Especially Mm -hmm. with, with your specialty as, as far as that neurological based chiropractic. Um, Do you have any any specific cases that come to mind? Uh, cause you know, people, people relate to stories. They, they see themselves in in stories of other people that have maybe dealt with some similar things and, and gotten good results. Do you have any, any cool examples or any of your favorite examples that come to mind?
1: I have a ton. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's hard to narrow, narrow those down. Um, we haven't talked about this yet, but there, there's a, well, you, you and I have, but not on this, on this podcast, but, um, one of my other passions is special needs. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, whether that's sensory autism, ADHD, um, you know, even anxiety stress, those, those type things. Um, and I see a lot of special needs population and, you know, I I have a lot of specific cases and different things, but, Those are some of the coolest, most profound um, cases that I take on. Now, I do want to preface that a lot of people, I've got a lot of hate, a lot of messages on that. It's like, you know, why are you trying to correct this and that? I, I do want to say that I'm not trying to correct anything. Basically, what I'm doing is enabling, say, there's a kid who comes in with severe autism. I'm enabling them to adapt better to their environment. Right. It goes back to that heart rate variability, the adaptability to stress. Um, so that's that's how I can help these kids. But I have one one guy and, and, and I say kids, but, you know, one guy in particular, he's 17 years old um, and he came in with severe, severe autism. And, you know, over it, it took a while for these cases, especially it takes you know, six months, sometimes a year. But he's doing awesome now. I mean, he's driving. He's coming and having conversations. He can go out in public. Um, so again, I'm I'm not changing anybody. I'm not changing personalities. It's just getting them to adapt better to their environment. Um, so you know, that's one example. The the special needs population is just special to me. Um, and then I'm trying to think of another one. Another cool one off the top of my head. Um, so one that I have right now, you know, I know we've been talking about function, but a, a pain one, I had a lady come in, she's around 60 years old. So, you know, I do see the, an uh, older population mm-hmm. as well. And, um, she had numbness in both hands. So specifically these fingers here, um, and for those that aren't watching it, it it's the, the pinky and the ring finger on both hands. Mm-hmm. And I started adjusting her. Um, she was really scared at first, didn't know if she wanted to care. Um, but after a few visits, all of her numbness is gone. She just has a little bit in her in her pinky finger. So um, things like that are cool. You know, people and she's had that for years. Yeah. And so people just don't know that there's there's options out there, like we were saying earlier. And um, so I could go on and on. There's so many yeah. cases. But I mean, it, it's just. I feel blessed and I'm sure you can say the same just to do what we do and see the miracles that we see every single day.
0: Yeah. And it, you know, it's interesting because a lot of times people don't realize how much they have been putting up with or how much pain they've, they've ignored or until it, until it changes. Right. And then as soon as it changes, as soon as it goes away, they're going to be the first ones that come back and be like, they started to come back. I need to get this taken care of. Cause now I know, and I understand what it feels like to not experience that pain or not be in, you know, in that amount of pain, um, anymore, but up until that point, until, until they were helped not to feel that if the body is, is amazing in that it keeps going and we, we still function, um, you know, and we function sometimes at a high level, but we don't realize what our potential is. Right. And so that's a lot of times what we're talking to, to people about is, is yeah, you're functioning right now. You're going through your day. You're doing some of the things you enjoy doing, but in some cases, it's, it's more about, could you be doing that better? Could you be feeling better when you do that? Um, so yeah, it's interesting to say like that, about that 60 year old, um, that lady, like she dealt with that for so long. And then probably, probably just thought, well, this is going to be the way it is. is. She was, I bet she was probably even told at some point, well, that's part of getting older or you're just, you know, you're 60, you got some degeneration, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, you're, you're exactly right. And, and people accept what they have as normal. I have people all the time and I'm sure you do too. You have people that come in and they say, I've had these, um, or I, I have these headaches, but they're normal. You know, I have the, mm-hmm. these digestive issues, but they're normal. Um, and whether that's them saying that or their doctors saying, Oh, it's, it's a normal mm-hmm. thing for getting older. Um, I always say, you know, it's common, but it's not normal. Yes. A lot of yes. people have headaches. A lot of people have digestive issues, but it's like, get to the root cause of what's going on and you'll be amazed. But like you were saying, people do just accept how they are, and they don't know how good that they can feel when they start getting the right care, getting to the root cause of, of the problem.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I want to go back to your your kid example too. As I know, it's such a hot topic, so I want to be be careful with with the autism one because mm-hmm. um, I don't want you to get hate mail. And I don't want to get hate mail, but at the same I time, like you. we need to we need to put the information out there, right? Like, cause in it, it's happening more, like there's no denying it. There are more cases of autism and there are different thoughts on why. And, and maybe it's, we're just recognizing it more. Maybe it's something else. We we don't have to get into all that, but what is, what has always been curious to me. And what I think is sometimes the hardest thing to get across is just because that diagnosis is there. doesn't mean that, that person is destined to be in the state that they're in changes can happen. And you've seen it. I've seen it. I've heard other practitioners talk about it. And there's, there's one practi- practitioner that, he's a um, functional medicine doctor named uh, Dr. Mark Hyman. Mm-hmm. I know over the years he's talked about um, autism. You know, I think he, he did a broken brain series, uh, a docu-series a few years ago and he would talk about um, you know, you know, autism and, and there's other things too, like Alzheimer's that these are, these are scenarios and diagnoses that are typically thought of as brain issues. And really what we're finding as we learn more about gut health and, um, you know, just overall health and how the nervous system works and how the brain works that really, these issues are system-wide issues that are manifesting in the brain. And so the symptoms that we're seeing are are brain symptoms, but some of their roots or some of their other, um, aspects of them are being found in other systems of the body. And when you start treating from a more holistic standpoint, you start to see some, sometimes subtle changes, sometimes drastic changes in, in what are typically thought to be symptoms that could not change is would you say. That's been your experience. You, you feel like that's something you've seen or heard or would you say yes,
1: otherwise? Yes, definitely. And and you worded it perfectly. Um, yes. I mean, I have seen that and, you know, not to go, go too deep into that side. Um, but just because you have a diagnosis or a name or title or, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're stuck with it. Um, so yes, I mean, there are ways out there, you just have to figure out what they are. And that can be frustrating. And I know that's what we're doing is really trying to to get that word out there. Um, but you know, I've seen it so many times at this point in, in practice, I know it can help. And so, um, you know, I don't push it on people. I I really don't because it it is a very sensitive topic. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just want people to know, Hey, there is another natural holistic option to where, you know, let's just take a kiddo with ADHD because Mm -hmm. that's very prevalent now. You know, the first thing they do is put them on medication and that can have some long-term effects. And so I just want parents to know, I'm not telling you what to do, but, you know, when you balance the nervous system, it calms the body, it calms the brain. And um, a lot of times symptoms will start to, to go away. In, in my world, I'm not directly, like, I don't diagnose anything. I don't treat anything. Um, so that's kind of how I can... I don't want to say get away with, but you know, that's how I can get away with taking care of these kiddos Mm -hmm. um, is, you know, I just balance the nervous system and then, and then watch the cool things happen.
0: Yeah. No, that that's great. Um, So I'm curious as we, as we start to wrap up. So you, I think you mentioned the beginning, you're about five years into Mm -hmm. your career at this point. So where do you see yourself in the next five years? Is there anything that you are hoping to accomplish with, your career or with your practice or, you know, five years from now do things look like they are now just maybe more, um, of an established practice, another doctor. What, what do you, what do you, anything you feel like sharing on that?
1: Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a big, big goal. Um, but I, I want to be known as the guy that can help kids with different conditions first. Um, without going to the pediatrician or the ENC. Like I, I want people to be like, hey, you need to go see Dr. Jake for mm-hmm. XYZ. You know, like try this first um, before you do any any, you know, medicine, drug, surgery, all that. Um so that's kind of my big goal in five years is to be that guy in 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 the community um mm-hmm. and and just have a good referral base of people as well. So it's not just me. Um, but you know, it's, it's to be able to, you know, like Dr. Jason, you and I can send people back and forth Mm -hmm. and I have other, other, like we have this network of, of holistic natural people that, that understand, you know, that there's options out there and and how to get to better health. So that's my goal is to just keep going towards that and just make, make this community a lot healthier with the people around um, like yourself and, and other practitioners.
0: Awesome, yeah. I think that's a great goal, and and that's my my hope with doing some of these things is to make those connections. And selfishly, it was for me to make those connections, right? Like in the very beginning of of this podcast, that's really what it started out as: is how can I get more time with this person? Um, But then as I realized, like, hey, there's there's potential here to share this kind of information with with more people um, that maybe you know you know, people that maybe listen to, uh, my podcast, maybe wouldn't have normally heard about you. And now they're going to hear about you and then they're going to start to learn about what you do and then vice versa. And so that you start to build this network and this, this web just kind of starts to grow. So, uh, I love hearing that. Um, so where can people find out more about you? What a website, social media, what, what information I'll make sure that's all in the show notes as well, but, uh, tell people where they can find out more about what you're doing.
1: So website um is innateconnectioncairo.com Um social media is, is the same handle, Facebook and Instagram. I do the most with Instagram. Um, you know, I post stories and reels and things. So that's at innate connection Um and that's pretty much where I am. Um I, I try to stay pretty active on social media. Um, cause that's, you know, that's where the world is these days. So, um, yeah, innate connection, Cairo, you can search that and, and a lot of my different pages and things will pop up.
0: Perfect. And I know we've talked about a lot of different things. Is there anything else about innate connection that you want to share with, uh, the listeners Any other services that we didn't talk about that you want to let people know, Hey, we do offer this here.
1: Um, so I, you know, I, I, see everybody, I know we've talked a lot about kids, but you know, if anybody, um, is looking for a chiropractor, you know, I'd, I'd love to help you. Um, if you don't live in the area, you know, you can reach out to me and, and I'll find you one. um, I I'm doing a workshop first week of August. Mm-hmm. It's called the perfect storm. It's, it's for the, uh, ADHD, autism, sensory anxiety, Um, so for anybody interested in learning more, you know, um, reach out to me and, uh, I'd I'd love to chat about it more or, or see you there. And, um, other than that, you know, I I think that's about it. I'd, I'd say if you've been struggling with something for a while, um, just give Dr. Jason, you know, PT, Cairo, just figure out what's going on try some new things and, and just see, see how that can help you.
0: Perfect. Yeah. And I'll, I'll make sure that we put that information about the, the perfect storm uh, workshop as well. Because um, I know you've, you've done those in the past too. they they're, Are they a somewhat regular um, workshop that you do or?
1: Yes, uh, they are. I, I try to do one every few months. Okay. Um, I haven't done one in, in a little bit actually. So I okay. want to get back into doing them, but yes, I, I usually try to do them. Um, at least quarterly, um, if not every, you know, other month or so.
0: Okay, perfect. Yeah. We'll make sure that that's, uh, put out there so people can, can look into that and, and hopefully, uh, show it to that.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Um, so normally the last question I usually ask people is, is, um, is there, is there anything in particular you want to
1: leave the listeners with? Um, I, I kind of just said it before. (laughs) Um, so I guess I was a little early on that, but, no, good. um, you know, if you, if you're struggling, no matter what it is, or if you're, if your kid is struggling, um, there is help out there. And that's, I, I guess my message today is that you're not stuck. There's hope for, for you and your child, um, whatever that might be, whatever that might be. Um, and I'm not saying just me, I mean, there's like, find the, the, you know, what Dr. Jason does find a functional medicine, like there is help out there. Um, so just keep looking, keep digging, keep asking questions and, um, it takes work, but if you keep going, you'll find the help, the hope, the answers that that you'll need.
0: Perfect. Well, Dr. Jenk, thank you for uh, taking this time with us. I, pr- I appreciate all the information. And I think, uh, I think a lot of people are going to benefit from, um, a lot of what we talked about today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I hope to do this again soon. And um, yeah, I, I appreciate it.